Welcome to Inspire the Nation podcast. We're here to get you motivated, passionate, and most of all, inspired. We talk to entrepreneurs, to individuals, or groups who go above and beyond for others, their community, or trying to make an impact on the world. We want to help you strive in everyday life whilst also putting a smile on your face. So what are we waiting for? Let's get on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode two of Inspire the Nation podcast and I'm super excited today and what have I got in store for you guys? So I have two 17 year old entrepreneurs who have a real passion for business. Like it's crazy to see how passionate these lads are at just a young age. We're setting up their own property business, podcast and even have a huge presence on social media within the property world. These guys are truly inspiring and have amazing aspirations and goals. So I'm super excited to share this with you guys and dive deep into what they're all about. So with that being said, I'll let them introduce themselves and let's get on with the show. So I'm happy to introduce the guys from Premium Property, Harley and Guy. How are you doing guys? Are you okay? Yeah, we're great. Thank you for having us on the podcast today, Ben. It's a pleasure to be on. No problem. It's great to have you here. So yeah, just to start us off, just a quick intro to yourselves and what you guys do. Yeah, so me and Guy are both 17. We met when we were doing um, A-levels at school and we both discovered that we have a similar interest in business. We found property. So what we do is we, we're property sources. So we basically find property deals for people that are busy with work and they don't have the necessary time or experience to do so. and we help them to recycle their cash to either create a retirement pot or leave their job. Yeah, cool. That's mint. And a little bit about yourself, Guy? So, yeah, obviously with the uh, same, me and Harley obviously met um, during school, which is good. And he's practically covered our business. But uh, on top of that, we also run a podcast as well. It's the uh, Premium Property Podcast, where every week we'll interview property professionals from all over the market and it's really good for beginners so yeah yeah that's mint and i'm an absolute massive fan of that podcast so if anyone's listening and they're super interested in property please check their property podcast out and i'll link everything down below after we've done that so they can all reach you and find that podcast yeah so you've actually basically said what your property business entails i love that because we're all in property as well which is quite cool we have that that connection and we have been growing quite well together it's good to see you guys growing up in that in this business but what was life before like property looking like while like how you found school and what path was you originally going to take i'll let guy answer on his own but i was just sort of an average student really i got c's and b's in my gcse's i had like a good group of friends at school and i i didn't hate school i enjoyed it throughout the years had a laugh but I say towards the last few years when I was doing my A-levels, I started to enjoy it less as my mindset changed and got more involved with business and self-development and self-education. And it, if anything, it was probably the teachers more that <laughs> I just didn't get on with because it was a completely different mindset. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. I understand the whole learning in school can be a completely different and the school system to look at it and there should be a lot of change in that. But I'm sure that's something that we'll talk about in a bit. And where was you finding yourself, Guy? Was it the same path? Yeah, so quite opposite to Harley. I was quite a poor student. Um, not really amazing. So, yeah, um, I wouldn't say I hated school, but I really didn't like it. So, yeah, so it just re- really wasn't one of my uh, strong points because I just wasn't really good at it. And if you're not good at it, you're not really motivated to do better. So I always like was distra- like distracted or anything. So... In terms of what Harley said, yeah, especially the um, the last two years has been like, because me and Harley, we've been now doing this property thing, the mindset has just completely changed and now we're just focusing on that, so it's, it's crazy. And then regarding different paths, when I was like really young, I wanted to be an architect, but you needed school for that, so I decided to drop that and then I, yeah, who knows what would have happened then, but yeah, now we got into this, so. Great that you both found your path that you wanted to do so early as well, so I think that's pretty inspiring for other people because not many people at 17, especially me at 17, all I was doing was playing Xbox, going playing football and doing 
and going partying. So it is pretty cool to see you guys doing that. And then I think what people don't understand is a big, like obviously property is quite a very different kind of business to go into and not many people think about it at that age. And so to get people the more of an understanding, what, what inspired you guys to start property and get into this kind of area of work? I'd say one of the things that inspired me is other entrepreneurs. So the four that really inspired me were, was Gary Vaynerchuk, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and Elon Musk. And it's just something about them. It's just the way they do business. It just really inspires me. And then property related, um, just the scalability of it. So you can really be earning near to nothing or you could just grow it to something incredible. So it's, it's a mind blowing industry to get in. Yeah, that's mint. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And then for me, it was just when I had jobs, I didn't, I hated the thought of like being bossed around by someone else and told what to do. Um, and I want, I just wanted the freedom to make my own decisions and sort of be my own person. I'd never really wanted to go to university and follow the normal path. So that was why I was interested in business, really. Just wanting to do something different and do something more with my life. And then in terms of property, it was just um, seeing like an old rundown house or building, turning that into something beautiful for someone to live in really so yeah yeah it's pretty cool outtakes and how you guys got into property and i think i think it's important to have like yeah gary v's and your other people like that and the elon Musk to inspire you to do more and it gives you like that that dream that goal to start and then you start compressing it down into what you actually want to do and then who you want to be like and you start finding people closer to you like you have family community as well which is which is pretty cool because how you've grown in that is fantastic as well one of the things that we talk about and i think a big talking point of what's going on in today's world is obviously covid19 and the coronavirus i think none of us would have expected in our lifetime so early so i think it's quite cool to find out how how has it affected you because obviously it's affected people in different ways it's affected me and and looking at it as in the, only taking the positives out of the negative what it's surrounded by. So it'd be nice to see how, is, how it's affected you guys and what it's enabled you to do. Yeah, I think, like you said, no one was expecting this. And at first, I think everyone sort of took the mic a, a bit, really, and didn't expect it to be as big as it is. But yeah, um, I think at first for us, it was weird because we'd, it was we were at school and we'd been at school for our whole life and then it just suddenly came to an end. So that was a bit weird at first, but then the, now we've just got loads of time. It, it's been a blessing in disguise really for us because it's pushed things forward with our business a few months because the things that we're doing now, such as building a website, um, creating a mailing list, contacting agents, those things we probably would have been doing a few months later down the line. So it's sort of accelerated things for us. So yeah, that's been good for us really. Yeah. So you really have took the blessings out of it, even though it has affected so many people and it is really sad. And we do a massive shout out to all the NHS staff and the key workers out there who are working hard at the minute. And, and luckily for us, we've been able to work on stuff like the podcast and your own things to boost you up to get you stronger on the other side of this. So yeah, so that's great and really interesting. But let's go back to more of what I was talking about a minute ago and how you've, a lot of people in property have looked, looked at you guys and thought, wow, you've got, you're really encouraging, really inspiring, and you're just really great guys who are eager to learn. And I think what, when you talk about social media, it can have so many bad things surrounded by it because there's so many negatives, but there's so many positives that have come out of it, especially during the times like we're in. What do you guys think of like social media, like the powers, what it can do, like lots of positive, like the positives and negatives around it? So I'd say some of the positives about it is like your, so like if you go to a networking event, there's only so many people you can talk to. Yeah, like we've been to, um, we've been to a few courses and we found some of them quite useful in all fairness, but we feel like the main thing that social media has allowed us to do is just build up our knowledge, just speaking to people day in, day out. And Although this COVID-19 has hit us is extremely sad, I feel like it's brought everyone in the property community significantly closer because there's like networking events every week, every day, like on Zoom or Skype. So I just think it's, it's amazing, really. On the 
on the negative side of it, however, I feel like it can really play tricks with your mental health because I feel like too many people are comparing themselves to other people. And like people fake stuff on social media all the time. Like I saw the other week people would fake posts of them being on like a private jet and then people would compare themselves to it. And it just it's just awful for your mindset at times. There is a lot of negatives around social media, but it is inspiring and amazing how many people have come together through social media. So there's so many powerful things and I think it's a great place for people to reach out to others and connect. It's um, pretty powerful, pretty powerful tool. With what you were saying before about obviously school and not having the right mindset and obviously I, I, when, I was, when I was your age at 17, my mind was just, I can go and play Xbox and I can go and play out with my mates. And I had no idea of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And having the discipline of getting up and getting on with doing work, like, like I could never take notes, I could never revise, I could never do anything for exams. So what, what do you guys do to, like, what's it, what, how, to help other people at your age? Like, what mindset do you kind of have to stay motivated, stay disciplined, and, and like, what truly drives you from distraction and losing focus? I think the main things are having the right environment around you and having momentum because people talk a lot about motivation but I think the key is having that momentum to just keep plowing through the tasks you've got for the day and what I'd say is for when you're like starting a business in anything focus on what are the key things that you need to do to be successful in that business so yeah, for us, it would be finding property leads and finding investors. So focus on as many ways you can do that as possible and try and be the best in that and put most of your time into that. And then the other tasks, you just plan them in for your day as well, but do them. It depends on like when you work best, I guess. So if you work best in the mornings, do the tasks that are most important in the mornings. But if you work best in the evenings, do the, those tasks in the evenings and then just fit the other tasks in around it. And then I'd also say another thing that helps us stay motivated is vision boards. So yep, yep. we've probably left this too long to do, to be honest. So as soon as you have a business that you want to start, I'd advise sitting down for an hour or two and just listing all of the reasons why you want to and need to be successful. Linking some pictures with those um, thoughts and then putting them on a piece of paper, sticking it on your door or your ceiling, just making sure you see it every day so it goes into your subconscious mind. So yeah, that's some of my tips for staying motivated, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it is about having like that end goal and then breaking it breaking it down into each step of working towards it's like that saying of like how do you eat an elephant like one bite at a time kind of thing where you are working towards your end goal and breaking it up on the way having like your why of why you're doing it i don't know if you guys have a why or what your take is on that is guy or anything like that about how important it is having a why i think it's actually very important having a why because I mean, I'll even admit it, like sometimes when I'm doing some property-related work, I'll get, at times I'll get demotivated and like start to think like maybe this isn't like the best thing. But then you always have to refer back to why, you always have to refer that you've started now. So if you give up, then you've just done stuff for nothing. You have to just think about why you started in the first place. So that's what I think the why is very important, yeah. Yeah, I think it's super important. I think discovering that so early on is the best thing as well what we've been on many, many talks about and how, and like an accountability group we were lucky to join as well. And it's been a really powerful thing that I've learned from it, that the money management side of things. I think a guy from what I spoke to you about that you think it's quite an important thing that should be taught about money management and doing it from so young. Like, what do you think, what's, it, what's the importance of like having money management, controlling what's coming out in and what's going out? I feel like, I mean, money management is probably one of the most, for me, one of the most interesting topics. Um, I'm not sure why, but I just feel like it's so important because having real control of your money is basically what separates people from being poor to wealthy. Like, say you're earning 
80 grand a year, that's a significant amount, but how you manage that money will completely differentiate your lifestyle. So if you're making 80 grand a year and you're spending that on cars, materialistic things, you're not going to grow it. Whereas if you're putting a lot of that money into like the stock market and investments, it's just going to grow significantly, which is why I think it's very important. And then especially our generation, I feel like it's very frowned upon. I don't really know what people our age because but then again, I blame this quite a lot to the schools because when we were in school, we learned absolutely nothing about money. It's crazy. Um, we're good friends of our, we were good friends of our business teacher, of course, and we spoke to him about it and he was just unsure. So it's, it's really weird. So I'm not blaming people for not having money, but when I, when I do blame people, it's when they complain that they've got no money, but they're always spending it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I think another point to add is that most the majority of people don't actually know anything about finance so well they know they know the basics but they don't really know it well enough to teach it so i'd add that it's probably quite hard to implement into the education system because the people that do know about it probably don't have the time to come into schools and teach people about it so i I'm not sure how that would be implemented, but I think they should they should probably create like a a, a course that teachers should learn and then teach to everyone else. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I feel like with what you just said then about the risk, it could be the risk of someone coming in and giving financial advice and then being prosecuted for giving the wrong teaching the wrong style. So I think with financial advice and money management, like guys said, there definitely should be, and it's so important to learn how to manage money, but then it's finding that way to implement it into learning, because learning shouldn't be boring. That's what I'm a big fan of, because I, I used to enjoy school doing the practical side of things. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I know if guys are the same as me, what it was like in school, the practical side is definitely the easier side, and the more enjoyable side, like burning, burning stuff on Bunsen burners and um, but moving on from that, I think talking about the education system and what we can implement in it, what do you guys think what should be taught in there, like highly, what topics should be taught, what would you, what would you gain off that? Or? Um, I think one of the big things that should be taught in school is like having a vision and goal setting for the future. Yeah. Because from just being at our school, so many people don't know what they want to do with their life. And I think we are quite lucky that we have found this so early on and something we're passionate about. But I think it's because people don't get any support with setting goals and setting a vision. And it is just mainly from the moment you go into school, you're sort of um, brainwashed into following the typical route and no one's really allowed the freedom to have their own thoughts. So I think definitely a big thing that I would implement is goal setting and just having a vision for the future because like with the money management if people thought about the future a lot more rather than the now and enjoying now like going out and partying and not really caring how much money they have they'd probably be a lot more conservative with their money and save it a lot more because they know that it would benefit them more in the future. But no, I think it's a really good point about what the school system's like. And I know you're quite big on that as well, Guy, about not... Is there anything that you'd change in that? Um, it's a lot of what Holly was saying. I think having, like, vision classes is, is really smart because it gets away from the more... I wouldn't say corporate side, but when you're just doing maths, science all day, it's just, it just gets very boring. Whereas if you start yeah. getting creative about where you can be in 20 years, I think it's just... It, it, it would just excite students more and yeah no that's yeah that's mint and something that I was talking about before about being passionate about is something that I am super passionate about about how you should do something you're passionate about or living with passion I said passion about 50 times there but it is really something I see that's important and that's what the podcast is all about as well I don't know what things you guys are passionate about and do you think it's important doing something you're passionate about like, yeah, I think passion is, is absolutely everything. So like um, like Carly was saying earlier about not really enjoying a job, I feel like if you're passionate about something, it won't always feel like a job. It will just feel more of like a hobby, if you get what I mean. 
But one of the biggest misconceptions is that just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean you're always going to do stuff you like. So like in business, for example, you might be so passionate about the business, but you absolutely hate accounting. There might be a time where you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to learn about it. So as good as a passion is, like very important, there will come times where you'll have to do stuff that you don't like. It is important to understand that, yeah, the, there is bits that come with the great and there's always times you'll have to do bits you don't like to do stuff you're passionate about. I don't think people sometimes are willing to make the sacrifices of going down the easy road than go and live the life they want to live. But then what you could do with that as well, the bits you don't like, you can always outsource them. So if, you, if you're making money, obviously money doesn't always come with a passion and if money doesn't come with the passion, you can end up hating it, which is, which is very true. Um, but I think it's about the basis of doing something you're passionate about for sure. I don't know, I don't know what you think of that, Harley. But I think it's a very good point that Guy said there. Yeah, I think like another viewpoint on it is if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, say you have a job you're not passionate about, you're almost doing a disservice to the company that you work for and their customers because if you're not passionate about it, you can't like give your best in that job. And you can't um, give the customers the best service. And at the end of the day, it's the customers that matter. So in a sense, you're just letting your employer down and letting other people down. So that's the viewpoint I have on it. And I think that's a great point as well added there, Harley. But with you, in terms to what you do is what you're passionate about and you found that within property. And what are your future property goals and plans or like your future aspirations, even, even in life in general or just property? That would be nice to hear from you guys. Yeah, so in property, I think the, the big goal for both me and Guy is to go down the property development route, probably start with commercial to residential developments. And then the ultimate goal is to go into house develop, housing development. So, yeah, just basically scale it to as big as we can really and when we think about where we could be in 10 20 years that's what really sort of gets our juices flowing and makes us want to work hard now so yeah and then in terms of personal goals I'd like to travel one day travel well I'd, I want to travel throughout my life and have the freedom to go on as many holidays as I want a year and not have to worry about money on the holidays and going back to work when I'm on holiday. And then I want to, I support Manchester United, which is obviously yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what we'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah, that's obviously a debatable subject, but I want <laughs> to um, be able to just have the freedom to go and watch their matches whenever I can as well. Yeah, and it'll be a good excuse to come up and see see me in Manchester. Yeah, I'll drag you around the city stadium as well, and I think that'll be a bit of fun. <laughs> I'll buy you a city shirt for your birthday, and no, but no I love that. Not. I love that. I love your aspirations and goals. I don't know about you, guy. What I know, tra I think I think in the property community, especially traveling, a big thing as well. I don't know if you're a big traveler or if there's something else that you'd rather do, guy. Um. So yeah, on to talking about the property side first. Well, Harley said that's exactly what we want to do and that in property, but um, we also want to maybe scale outside of property. So something recently that's really interested us is like the stock market investing. So we're going to look, once we've got all the nice property up and running, we're going to maybe look towards that, which will be quite good. And then in terms of myself, like Harley said, traveling is, yeah, it's really, I, I, would love, I would love to go travel the world and just not like, not have to worry about money like he was saying but I think as corny as it might sound one of the things that I think is like happiness and I know everyone says that but I feel like it doesn't matter how much money you make it just matters like if you're happy or not if you, if you get what I mean 100% I live by that as well I think it, happiness can create everything that's why I smile so much and I try and I try and have fun with people as we probably notice and more times we connect I like to have a laugh and a and I don't take as much as I take life seriously. I don't take it too seriously. And I think that's the whole idea of just not, just enjoying yourself. That's what it is about, isn't it, Guy? I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, and then with those goals and aspirations, why do you think it's important setting big goals? Because I think it's, you want, you want massive goals. And why, why do you guys want to set big goals? I think um, 
setting big goals means you always have something to strive for and you're always sort of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and getting to that next level just constantly improving really but I'd also add to that that it is important to set big goals but then break them down into smaller goals as well because a big goal that you want to achieve in say 10 years can be quite daunting so break it down into more achievable goals for the near term and then once you keep hitting them like I said you always have that next one to strive for and eventually reach your overall goal yeah that summed up perfectly I don't know if you have anything to add there Guy yeah so but add, add, Harley kind of answered my question actually so um, obviously we've got big goals want to build like a multi-million pound company from scratch and when you say that to yourselves multiple times you're like that just sounds like not um, capable at all but like Harley was saying, if you break it down into smaller goals, you'll soon reach it. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's having that vision, having that vision board mm. and having those goals in place, but working at them, working at those goals slowly, but yeah. surely and breaking them up and then flying, I, I suppose. Yeah. So, so I'll talk a bit of things off like the property and business side of things I want to talk about because I spoke to you, Guy, and you said that you don't really like spend, you'd rather spend it on less materialistic things and more on experiences. And I think, you know, I think that really, I think that's really great. And obviously that goes in with traveling and seeing the world. And I'd love to know what, what, what three countries are, what countries would you love to go and see? Yeah, that's a tricky one because there's a lot of countries. So the three that I was thinking it would be Bali, Bali. <laughs> ignore that, ignore that. That's not a country, so I ignore that. So, so. The, the three country dollar ones is, is of course i will guy of course <laughs> what would your like top three countries you want to visit or just it's just a few countries you'd love to visit so the top ones would probably be bora bora bali and australia and they're all fairly similar. They're nice and tropical, but I just, I just feel like, ex- like really going in and just exploring them. Like Bora Bora is just like an absolutely insane place. Like the like the um, the oceans around it. Just go diving. Uh, it sounds a bit crazy, but swimming with sharks is always something I'd want to do. But at the same time, it's like really nerve wracking. So, but yeah, like like you were saying about the experiences things. I feel like if you're spending your money on materialistic goods, and I've got. I've got nothing against it because at times I'll do that, but I feel like they don't last. Whereas in experiences, you've always got memories, photos, which will just last. And yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Because obviously, yeah, I spend my money on you're gonna you're gonna spend it on materialistic things because yeah. like cars and stuff like that. But it's about living below your means, and that's a whole kind of different thing. But I think it's important. It is a really big important thing to do, and spend money on things you enjoy. Hundred percent. I don't know about you, Harley, and like where you want to go. What are you spending your money on and stuff like that? Yeah, so same thing, really. I don't. I think I don't really see the point. Obviously, people need clothes, but I don't really see the point in buying like. You see people with wardrobes full of just clothes that they'll probably wear once or never wear, and I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I think the main reason that people do that is to impress other people say like oh look i've got this gucci bag i've mm-hmm. got this louis vuitton bag and then they try try and look rich but instead save your money and actually invest it and then you can become rich and use that money to buy them goods then like a great video i've seen i don't know if you guys seen it but the kid in the car about talking about having his feelers on he, he likes wearing his feelers the other kids don't like wearing the feelers but he said it's not about that it's about what you like what you want and then it's what about you what you spend your money on like i've got nothing against other people spending the money on stuff but i think it's a great little video representation especially coming from someone so young about who cares what other people think it's about what you like but um talk about football we mentioned before harley that you're you're a big united fan and i'm a big city fan and i think has it always been? Has it always been something you've liked growing up through football, or and how come Nottingham Forest? I know you guys are from Nottingham. Why? Well, Harley's from Nottingham, so how come Nottingham Forest have not been in the the question? 
it's not Farmington. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll cut that bit out. We'll cut that bit out. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. that's. Uh, <laughs> do you want to re-ask the question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, yeah, Northampton Town a bit. So I'll, probably won't, I'll, re- I'll restructure that <laughs> question. I used to go and watch them, to be fair, oh, when you? I was younger. Yeah. Realize. But, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's all about um, living below your means and just not caring what anyone else thinks. I think that's a really, really important in life. Um, but a bit more fun. And a bit about what you were saying before, Harley, about you, you're a big United fan and it's something that you want to do and go and go and see them play. Have you always enjoyed playing football or just supporting football? Is it something that you've always liked? What about your local team and stuff like that? Yeah, so I was, it's been something that I've just been brought up with, really. I've always been interested in football. I've liked Man United since I was a kid. My dad took me to the local team's football training. And then I've just been playing ever since, really. Um, there was a point where I was playing at like my local team's academy and I was doing all right there. But um, then it just sort of, I, felt, I played in goal and then I fell out of love with that. I stopped playing a few years ago, but I, I've always enjoyed watching it. And I think it gives, especially when you're like stuck in business and you've got your head in that, Watching football and playing football gives me a bit of a break and a release from that and just lets me sort of get my head into something else for a bit. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it gives you that enjoyment and separation from what you're doing and, and it gives you a just to get, yeah, just to clear your head and get yourself away from it. I know, Guy, especially, I see you on your personal Instagram post a lot about music and does that, is music something that really helps you separate from property like? does for Harley with football is it something that really helps you and like what kind of music do you listen to that's quite interesting I'd like to find out in the end that's all like you're saying um music it does help a lot because um when you're when you're doing property work you listen to podcasts you're reading books I mean for me there's only so much I can do before I just go crazy so I just have to listen to some music either when I'm doing some sports or just chilling so the artist my favorite artist right now is probably Juice World. I'm not sure if you heard him it's yeah I, I just love all his music, it's, and it just gets me all motivated, and it just, yeah, it like clears your head, takes me away from the property side, and then motivates me to come back up, so yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, mean, I love that, love that. Yeah, so talking about sports, and Harley likes football, I love football, and it's something else I actually like, is basketball, and an old guy, you like basketball too, and... Obviously, one of my team, the team I like, I've supported for ages now, is the 76ers. And I just loved everything about how they play and what they do and who the players they've had. So I'm just interested to find out who you support and who you follow in basketball, Guy. So my team is, Cleve, is uh, Cleveland. Okay. And about four years ago, we were on Prime when we had um, LeBron, Kyrie, went to the finals back to back. But... Now, since all of our good players have left, we're like the worst team in the league. So it's yeah, it's absolutely awful. But, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but fav- favorite players wise, what are your favorite favorite players? Um, so through the seventy sixers, so like obviously new newer players are like Joel Embiid, your Ben Simmons. I absolutely love Ben Simmons. He's probably one of the best best players in the league. But then I love like obviously James Harden, his big bid. But you've got like your old schoolers, like your LeBron James, your your Wade, um, and then I don't know who other people you like because there's a big one who I'm going to get onto in a second, and he's a he's a big star. And he's but before we go on to that, is there anyone? Is there any players who you like? So uh, like Kyrie is probably one of my all-time favourite star. Um, I've got like a ton of his jerseys. I managed to go see him at one of the uh, London games a few years ago, which was really good. That was actually the uh, Celtics and 76ers game, so I saw all the team there, which was actually really cool. So, yeah. And then LeBron James as well. So, obviously, he's like the face of basketball at the moment, but I just feel like on and off the court, he's just like something else. So, yeah. Yeah, he's really motivational and he gives, he, he's doing a lot for the world as well. He's, he's community yeah. around him. He's not just doing basketball, but his vision and his business. And I actually listened to him. He has a series on the Calm app as well. So, I don't know if people... If anyone likes Captain Carmack, listen to him. 
he's really good and really motivational. But there's really one guy who, who has really inspired the whole world and recently passed away, which was a massive, sh- I couldn't believe it, obviously he died in the car, he died in a helicopter crash and it was a massive impact on not just basketball, but the world itself. And that's why I wanted to kind of talk about basketball because he's a legend, not just in the game. I don't know about your opinions and his, your thoughts on Kobe and what he did for the game and what he's doing for people, but I'd love for you to share. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it when uh, I was at work when I heard the news and it was it was so just strange to hear because I remember um, a few years ago when he played his last game, I'm not sure who it was against now, I think it was the Jazz, and I had to wake up at 3am to watch it. He dropped 60 points in his last game and it was just incredible. And then, obviously, after his basketball career, he'd go on to make like many movies, which won Oscars. So, when someone like that dies, it's just it's really sad, if you know him. Yeah, it really is. I think it hit everyone, even if they didn't watch basketball. I think yeah. it, a lot of people kind of realise, wow, um, someone who did inspire a lot of people to do more. And I think with basketball players and even football players, like we were talking about before, Harley, and we didn't really get onto the many football players about how hard they do work. Um, there's a lot of things around football about how many people, how much people are getting paid and it's quite bad. And especially over the coronavirus period, there's quite a lot of um, a lot of conflict going on around what people are getting paid. But I think the worth, the work ethic, like Kobe Bryant and the LeBron James, like Cristiano Ronaldo, like Messi, are putting in behind the scenes is so much. I think it's about putting that hard work and consistency in, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think you can apply it to business as well because the, it's like throughout each sport, the people who are at the top are the people who have put the extra effort in in the hours to get there. And um, another thing that I don't think highlighted enough in sport is the pressure that are on the athletes to constantly perform at the highest level. And it, like, it must get... Um, pretty hard for them at times to cope with that so yeah I think they're all pretty like amazing in the fact that they're constantly putting the effort in and constantly dealing with that pressure and just going out every week and performing at their best. Yeah of course they've got to be in peak physical condition they've got to be away from the families what people don't really realise they're having to entertain millions of people and I think that can you can go into business as well people who are working so hard in business and trying to keep up with like the social medias and trying to do so many different ventures, it can get on top of you. And I think it's about how you control that and then doing that with what you're passionate about. I think that's what drives you through ultimately, isn't it? Um, and then before we get on to the last bit of our podcast, to for you guys to share for people who kind of who maybe your age or even it could be in the 50s, 40s, 30s, but what what would you guys suggest to someone starting out in business and property? So in terms of property, if I was starting again, the first thing I'd do is um, I'd make sure I knew from the start exactly why I wanted to get into property and exactly what my goal was, um, how much cash flow I wanted a month, how much um, like my financial freedom figure was, things like that. And um, Property Hub on their website have a goal setting it's like a goal setting blog and I'd go on to that and just read through that and then work out like I said exactly what I want and then basically plan the strategy I'm going to use and the steps I'm going to take from there just so it's all aligned with that goal and in terms of learning about property I'd say get out there and speak to people. Don't be afraid to ask questions and reach out to people. Um, everyone in the property community is just so willing to help. Um, that's the really good thing about it. There's not like a lot of other businesses. I think a big thing is listening to podcasts because they've obviously got relatable guests on there who are doing similar things to you. And probably the m- most famous one is Tej Talks. Um, and yeah, that's really good. So that's how I'd recommend to start. Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. And I don't know if you've got anything to add to that guy on your perspective about how people should start. Yeah, so um, I think one of the most important things is sticking with it because um, especially in property and uh, any business, really, it's um, it's not really going to go right first time. There's going to be so many setbacks. 
you're going to fail so many times. But once you achieve that first deal, it will just, it's just going to change your mindset and how you think. So that's, that's the first thing I'd say. And in terms of property, I'd say uniqueness. So differentiate yourself from the market because especially in property, I think it's extremely saturated. Not, not necessarily, but I mean, if you look at sourcing, for example, there's a ton of sourcing companies and you have to really understand what, what's, you have to stand out in order for clients to come to you. So that's another important thing. And my last one is to treat property and business in general as not a, not a get-rich-quick scheme because, I mean, the amount of courses there are that will tell you you can quit your job within a month, it's just, it's just not right. Um, it's going to take a lot of work to be able to match your income and to exceed it. It's just, yeah, it takes something else. So it's definitely not a get-rich-quick scheme. No, that's a good, that is a really good point because it's a good thing that everyone needs to understand that it's really not get rich quick. And that's with most businesses as well. I think understanding that um, positives and negatives, what are surrounding profit in, in that sense. Yeah, so what we're all about here at Inspire the Nation is about inspirational stories and things that inspire you and that get, not get you motivated, but just keep you inspired and hearing about other people, what they've done. So I don't know if you guys have an inspiring story to share or something that's inspired you recently, but I'd love you to share that with us. Yeah, so for me, it was the first one that came to mind when you asked me, and it's just ever since um, I witnessed it, it's always stuck with me, and I think it will always stick with me and just inspire me to get through the tough times. So it's Tyson Fury. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but... Um, you probably have. I'm a big boxing fan. He's a boxer. And basically, he was world champion. He just won a fight against Vladimir Klitschko to become world champion. It seemed like he was on top of the world. But actually, he was um, he was very depressed. So he, he fell into... Well, he was depressed before. And then he just spiralled out of control from there, really. And um, it seemed like he wasn't going to come back. And he, he actually said he tried to kill himself one day and drive his Ferrari into a wall, I think. But yeah, he, he got the help from his family and started doing what he was passionate about, which is boxing and helping. That helps him get through it, really. Yeah, so he he come back and he started losing all this weight that he'd gained and loads of people doubted him. No one thought he could go back to boxing and get to the top again. But a few months ago, he actually had a fight again with Deontay Wilder and everyone was writing him off saying there's no chance he'll win. But he beat him and basically showed the world that no matter how low you are at any point, no matter how much you're struggling, you can come back and get to the top. So yeah, yeah. that really, it's, it's just really inspired me. 100%. And... I think that's great. Yeah, I think if people as well are listening to this and if you haven't listened to Tyson Fury's story or watched his documentaries or even read, I want to read his book. Yeah, his story is pretty amazing how you think someone's on top of the world and wasn't and nearly taking their own life to come back and probably the biggest comeback that I've ever seen in my life, especially the round before as well. The first fight between them where he nearly got, he, he got landed with the, probably one of the deadliest right hands in the game. He got put flat out on the floor and no one thought he was going to get up. And then he just got up like it shook it off, carried on, got the drawer out of it and then came back to win and be on top of the world. It was, it was literally a really amazing story. So I'm glad you shared that with us actually, Harley. That was, that was pretty fantastic. Have you got one, Guy? So yeah, one of my, um, one of my inspiring stories would have to be Steve Jobs and basically what he created is just something else. So I'm not, not sure when he started, uh, not sure when he started Apple, but um. He was very young and it's just crazy to see that you can start from absolutely nothing to building one of the biggest companies with the highest valuation in the world. Like, it's just really crazy to think and it just goes to show that anything is possible. Yeah. And then, it's, I mean, that was kind of a two-parter because another thing that me and Harley, we wouldn't say struggle with, but obviously it's quite obvious that we're young, but... Um, if anything, it inspires us more because if you look at some of the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, like, like Steve Jobs, for example, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, when they all started their companies, they were like really young and they like had a drive for it. So like, 
I don't think age really matters as long as you love what you're doing and you're just consistently growing with it. You're bound yeah. to get somewhere. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really great. I really like that. Um, and I think it doesn't matter. Yeah, 100%. It doesn't matter how young you are. As long as you're eager and ready to go and you can always bring something different to the table. Always show a different side of you and you're, you've got your own like positives to bring and I think it's really inspiring from doing it so young. I think that's why it's so, I'm so glad to have made friendship with you guys as well as have you on the podcast straight away as well. So it's, um, I'm really, really happy for that. And I think a lot of people resonate nicely with your story. And then just to end things off, I wanted to do a little quick fire round. You guys don't know the questions and it's just a bit of fun. The first one I'm going to start with is, I want to hear from both of you, both of your answers for this one because it's actually kind of the question. So, would you rather never do property again and travel the world, but have no income, just enough for travel, food and sleep, or stay in the UK and have as much money as you wanted and do whatever you wanted and have the best property business, successful business in the world, but you can't leave the country? Um, ooh, tough one. Tough that one. is a tough one, yeah. I'd probably go with the first one because thinking of having a really successful business that does really motivate me and like inspire me but uh, it's not all about that for me that's not the only reason why I'm doing it so as long as I could travel with other people then I'd um, use that one yeah because traveling the world is probably one of the best things anyone can do so yeah I'd also go with that option. It's um, obviously having the biggest property company in the world sounds a bit, sounds really good, obviously, but can't leave the UK. Um, I would have to go and travel the world because there's not a lot in the UK. I mean, there's quite a bit, but once you've done it all, you're just, just, yeah. tra just yeah. traveling the world something else. So, yeah. Of course. I'm, I think I fall in the same boat as you guys there. So these questions are going to be a bit quicker, a bit snappier for you guys. So just answer as quick as you can and what the first thing that comes into your head. So... Let's go. So, what's your favourite animal? Lion. Monkey. Monkey. Oh, I'm a monkey. Yeah. So, Victorian house or new build house? Victorian. Modern. <laughs> so, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, flying. Flying. Nice. Invisibility. Oh, nice. That's a good one. That's a good That's one. That's a good one. Yeah, man. I like that one. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Same. And then, what's your dream place to travel to? Bora Bora. Um, Croatia. Don't know why. I've always just wanted to go there. No, nice place. I've been to Croatia. Beautiful. I recommend to go anyone to go there. What's your favourite podcast? Oh. 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 <laughs> good question. Oh. Um... Inspire the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Tej Talks. It's just the first property one I listened to. And yeah, it got me really learning on that journey. So yeah. I'd go with Property Hub, but I mean, Inspire the Nation, it's on its way up. So who knows, who knows what it can be? Oh, I like that. I like that. I like good that. <laughs> I like that. Very good answer. HMOs or service accommodation? HMOs. HMOs. And then, what's your dream car? Mercedes G-Wagon. Yes, same, like that. McLaren P1. Ooh, interesting. Many people won't know, what, have a clue what that is, but search it and you'll see Guy in one very soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then, big question, very big question. Nando's or KFC? Nando's. Nando's. Yeah. Not, not a competition. No, that's true, that's true. I don't know why I put that in there. Silly question, silly question. But the actual real question is, what a spice? Medium. Yes, smashed it, smashed it. All right, I love that. That was just a little bit of fun to add to the end of the <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> but it's all about having fun here. That's what I'm all about. And I just want to resonate with other people and show the stories of people from, the, from a different kind of, Point of view so I'm really hoping people are going to enjoy this and I appreciate everyone for listening so 
just to end it on a nice note, I think it's been great having you guys on. And I think what you guys are really, truly building, social media presence and where you're going down the line of property. So I think from, especially so inspiring from doing it so young, and I think you're going to achieve great things. So I'm really happy and proud of you both for doing that and really happy for sharing your story on here, guys. So I'm glad, I'm glad to have you on. Yeah, thank you, Ben, for having us on. Uh, it's the first podcast we've been on, so it's a pleasure and we're honoured to uh, come on today. And yeah, like with yourself, we think this podcast will be massive because it's just got such big potential to obviously the the values behind it they've got such big potential to reach a lot of people so yeah we think this will do very well yeah i just feel like the values of the podcast are high sounds like really good and the fact that it's just a it's just a free-flowing conversation and mistakes happen but it's just a good funny podcast to listen to us first yeah i think it's i think it's all part of the fun i think it's been enjoyable enjoyable filming for what many people won't see when this podcast release about all the all the laughs and all the fun you can have what you don't actually realize whilst you can what you can have whilst recording i think this is what it's all about it's not taking it too seriously it's about just showing people different sides of other stories and just just spreading positivity and other people's passions and just having a good time but if people want to get hold of you where would people find you best yeah, just on Instagram. That's where we're on mainly. Um, premium property on Instagram. We're both on LinkedIn, just Harley Edwards and Guy Pennell. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the podcast. But yeah, if you want to connect with us, best to go through Instagram. Yeah, fantastic. Well, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. And you're going to achieve great things, honestly. And just keep inspiring, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, it's been great, and I hope everyone enjoyed. We'll catch you guys soon. Well, this won't be the last time you hear of these boys, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode with the boys from Premium Property. I really hope you got a feel for what they're about, and you can just tell they're super genuine and so passionate about what the success they want to achieve in their life. And I really hope you felt that free-flowing conversation and really felt involved in what was going on. So... If you want to connect with us, you can reach out to the lads. I'll drop the links below and they're always welcome people to connect with them. And if you want to connect with us, follow us on InspireTheNation underscore on Instagram or drop us a like and a follow on Facebook too. If you could give this podcast a review, it would be much appreciated. And if you could share with your family and friends. So stay tuned for next week. And with that being said, stay safe, stay happy, stay positive and most of all, get inspired and move with us. That's all for now. Peace.